Lukuta Sikha is Chelek Kazayim, Parsha Vayakal Sikha Gimel, a summary of the Sikha. In this week's Parsha, it talks about the, again, it talks about the uh, courtyard around the Mishkan, which was surrounded by a wall of curtain. On the east side of that wall, there was a, an opening of 20 Amis, and then set back meaning, uh, bef- uh, I guess, set forward or whatever, uh, before you got to the actual curtain of the around the, the courtyard, there was 20 feet of curtain that was allowed you to go behind it so that you could get into the, into the courtyard, but it still blocked the entrance. So it was blocked the entrance, but it left space so that you can go to the right or to the left of that curtain and get inside. That was called the Mosach Shara Chatzir, the curtain, the veil of the opening to the courtyard. So the Pasuk says about this Mosach Shara Chatzir, it should be 20, lam, uh, 20 amas long, and the height of it to, is the width of the, of the curtain, which is Chamesh um, Amis, five Amis, Lumas Kaleya Chatzir. Lumas means opposite the curtains of the Chatzir. So Rashi quotes the words Lumas Kaleya Chatzir. These are the key words in the Pasuk, and he says, Kimidas Kaleya Chatzir, which means the same height as the curtains of the Chatzir, that the, the veil covering the entranceway to the Chatzar was the same height as the rest of the curtain surrounding the Chatzar. Same five Amas. So the commentaries say, what is Rashi saying here? The, the Pasuk says that it was five Amas. So what's Rashi saying here? He's explaining that usually the word Lu'umas means keneged, opposite, corresponding to. So that's not what it means here, says Rashi because that would have been uh, interpreted as it should be alongside Lu'umas means alongside the rest of the curtains but here it wasn't alongside because it was a few feet away at least a few feet away so you can get behind it and go into the Shara Chatzar so therefore Lu'umas must have some other meaning and therefore what it means is it's the same height it's the same corresponding height as the rest of the curtains However, the problem is that Rashi in a, a few two other places in Chumash there also appears the word Lumas, where it also can't mean, op, uh, you know, a corresponding to or, or alongside, and Rashi over there gives it to, uh, a different meaning. He says Lamaila above. Usually, it's just above, just above what it, what the other thing that it is Lumas. The examples are. By the big de Kayengadl, uh, the straps of the aphid at the bottom of those straps, there were two rings which were meant to you, to affix the bottom of the Chayshin had blue strings that came around the sides, two sides of the Kayengadl's body, and they hooked into those uh, into those rings so that the Chayshin wouldn't move. Where what is the placement of these rings? on the shoulder straps of the aphid, just where it's attached, Lumas, where it's attached to the aphid, to the apron. So Rashi says, what is Lumas? It means just above where it's attached to the aphid. Another example is, 
there is the uh, tail fat of a lamb has to be burnt on the mizbeach of a carbon has to be burnt on the mizbeach till where does the fat have to be which how much of that fat so it says lauma sa'otza opposite the the kidneys so Rashi says the fat that appears that goes above the kidneys just where it is above the kidneys so those are two examples of Rashi saying that laumas means above so if the word laumas means above why don't we it, it would appear that over here the pshat of laumas should mean that it should be above the the kaleya chatzah which means the kaleya chatzah the curtains around the chatzah were five amas high and this should be five amas above the five amas of the chatzah which would mean that the, the veil in front of the entranceway should be ten amas high that's what it should mean in fact this makes more sense to say it this way because otherwise why does the Torah say the words Lu'umas if it's just trying to tell us that the, uh, the Masach the veil should be five Amas high so it said that it should be five Amas high why does the Torah have to tell us that it should be that it is the same height as the rest of the curtains that's obvious from the fact that they are five Amas and this one is five Amas why, what is added by saying that they are corresponding to the Kalei Achotzer. But if you were to say that Lu'umas Kalei means above the Kalei Achotzer, then it would make sense. The Torah is trying to tell you that it should be five Amas above where the Kalei Achotzer end, and therefore that means that the Masach is ten Amas high. In fact, there's another reason to say that this is what the Pshat is, because Rashi already told us earlier in regards to the Mizbeach, the large Mizbeach, the Mizbeach HaNachishis, which was in the courtyard of the Mishkan, that there's a Machlaikis in the Gemara, what was the height of that Mizbeach? The Torah says that it should be three Amis high. So the Chacham, um, Rabbi Yehuda says that it is three Amis high, that's what it is. Rabbi Yehuda says no. The three Amis... Uh, he brings proof that it has to be the height of it has to be double the width of it and we know that the width of it, width of it was 5 amas wide so therefore the height of it must be 10 amas high so the Gemara says that uh, Rabbi Yehuda said to Rabbi Yehuda does it, uh, Rabbi Yehuda said to Rabbi Yehuda, does it make sense that the height of the Kaliachotzer the courtyard um, curtain was only 5 amas the, the Mizbeach was 10 amas the Kayan is standing on top of the ten Amis and he's doing his Avaidah. Does it make sense that he should be in full view of everybody outside the Mishkan courtyard to see him doing his Avaidah? Therefore, we must say that the Mizbeach was shorter and therefore there's no question. But Rabbi Yaisi said, no, the height of the Kaleah was really 15 Amis high. And that when it says, Le'umas Kaleah it means five Amis above the Kaliachatsa, which means that the screen in front of the doorway was 20 amas high, and therefore the Kayingadl wasn't visible. He wouldn't be visible from outside. So, in other words, Rashi also brings this opinion, the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi when he talks about the Mizbeach. So, in other words, we see that the Rashi acknowledges that opinion. So, therefore, here, for some reason, he doesn't mention anything about this opinion and about that the Kaleh uh, may have been up there much taller and that the Mosach would actually be five Amis above them. Why does he completely ignore that since he acknowledges Rabbi Yaisi's opinion even in Pshutish Omikra? But it's possible that Rashi, according to Pshutish Omikra, dismisses Rab, uh, Rabbi Yaisi's question is it possible that somebody, the Kayin Godel, should be in full view? He says, yeah, why not? Why shouldn't he be in full view? And therefore, the Pshutah Shomikah would still remain in regards to the curtains that they were only five Amas high, 
and the Kayan was visible. Therefore, he doesn't have to bring that other pshat in regards to this. But the other question still remains. What is added to the Pasuk by the Pasuk telling us that it was Lu'umas Kaliachatzer was uh, corresponding to the Kaliachatzer? The explanation is Rashi is bothered by the fact that what is the what are these three words doing here? Even if we would interpret it as meaning that it mean, it's to tell us that it was above Lamaila, in other words, that the Masach, the screen in front of the opening was ten Amasai, five Amas above the Kaliachatzer. Why does the Torah tell us in such an indirect way, in such so many words, such a wordy way, when it could have simply said, Eser Amis, the height of the Masach, was ten Amis, finished. Why does he have to go and inter- give us such, a, such words that you have to interpret what exactly it means, and so on, when it could have said a much shorter Lushen, it was ten Amis high. So Rashi tells us the reason the Titus says this is obviously the Titus trying to draw a parallel between the screen in front of the opening and the rest of the and the rest of the curtains around the Chatzar. That just like the other curtains around the Chatzar are meant to screen the inside of the Chatzar so that you don't see that it's separated from the outside, so also the curtain, the, the screen in front of the entrance is also meant to be that. The Pasuk takes the trouble to tell us that the Mosach is a part, is to be seen as a part of the rest of the curtains around the Chatzar, only that it's set back a little bit because you have to be able to get through, but otherwise it's no different than the, all the other ones. And therefore Rashi says it's five Amas high, it's supposed to correspond to the height, it's meant to be a part of that general screening around the Chatzar. This view of this matter gives us an explanation about another matter as well. In halacha there is a question about uh, mezuzah. When you put up a mezuzah what, it needs to be on a doorway. There are certain conditions which doorways need a mezuzah, which don't. So the Rambam says that only a doorway that has a door, that has an actual door in it, needs a mezuzah. The other and many other of the Ravid disagrees with him and he says, a doorway needs a mezuzah too. So this difference of opinion can be explained in this way. There are two ways of looking at what is the door. What is the status, the relationship between the door and the door and the opening? You could say one way is that the doorway, the door is a part of the doorway. It's all one construct. And that the door is part of the doorway. So in other words, the door is a, pl- is a tool, a mechanism by which you can go in and go out of this area. That is the entryway and the exit of this area and that is what a mezuzah needs. A, a mezuzah needs to be put up on an entranceway and an exitway. And if it's only a doorway, that isn't a proper door because it doesn't have the door which comes with the doorway. And therefore a semi-doorway, a compromised doorway that doesn't have an actual door with it, doesn't need a mezuzah as many times we know that if it's not a complete construct of something, it's potter. So the complete construct of the doorway is when it has a door with it, and only then is a chayv mezuzah. That's why the Raman says that. But the Raivet says there's another approach to it. There is the doorway, and that is the entrance and the exit from the area. And then there is the door. If you want, you could put a door which would block your entranceway. That would not allow you to use the entranceway, and therefore 
that isn't necessary in order to be Mechaev and Mezuzah because the door acts as the opposite of the doorway and therefore he says that there's no necessity for a door in the doorway from this we see that Rashi's opinion of this is from our Rashi we see that Rashi's opinion of it is that the Mosach is seen as part of the screening in other words that is not the entrance way the Mosach doesn't act as a part of the entrance way the Mosach Rashi says the Torah is telling us that it is a part and no different than the rest of the fence around the around the Chatzar, around the uh, fencing around the Chatzar, and therefore has to be seen not as the entrance way but that the the Mosach is blocking the entrance way and therefore in the case of a mezuzah it would be completely unnecessary to have a door in order for the doorway to be qualify as a place that needs a mezuzah and that is actually what Rashi says in the Gemara as well but we see that even according to Pshut Mikra, Rashi seems to favor that because of the way he interprets this matter here the Rebbe brings out a um, lesson in Pnimisen according to Chesidus as well Delas, the idea of a door is in Chesidus and Kabbalah is called uh, uh, Malchus, the sphere of Malchus is called a door why is it a door? because it's the entryway from the upper world like the world of Atsilus Malchus is the last sphere and that is what allows the Eir of Atsilus to go down to the lower levels but the way that it accomplishes it is in two ways first of all it must conceal the intensity of the light that comes from Atsilus and only then is it able to go down to allow to pass through to the lower levels in a way that they will be able to receive it and because of this, these two aspects of Malchus, that's why Malchus is sometimes referred to as Yam, as the ocean, because the ocean conceals everything that is within it. There's much going on below the surface of the ocean, but you can't see it. And sometimes it's called Eretz, because the Eretz means everything is revealed. You could see everything that's going on on dry land. You see each individual thing on its own. It's a place of revelation. So Malchus has both of those dimensions to it, it is a concealer and it is also a revealed downward what comes from the higher worlds. The question is, what is the main function of, a, of Malchus? Is it to conceal or is it to reveal? So in the, uh, what's the, the function of this door, the delus that is called Malchus, is it to conceal or is it to reveal? So Rashi in Pshat, Pshat means the world of Asiya. Pshat is related to the lowest world um, from the perspective of Asiya, the world that we live in, it's a world which is completely concealed, everything is completely concealed, and therefore it's Delis, the function of a Malchus over here is that it completely conceals everything from the higher worlds, especially from Atzilus, and so that's what Rashi says, that it is a screen, it's a part of the screening, and that's what its main function is. However, we all understand that the purpose is not concealment. The purpose is that from the concealment you can ultimately get to revelation. And that is... And that's why, Rash, that's why the Torah doesn't use a word to say kemidas, that it should be exactly like the Kali HaChatzar. Because the Kali HaChatzar, that is meant to screen in a way that you can't get in. But the Masoch Shar HaChatzar was meant to screen, but at the same time you have to be, get, get, be able to get in as well. In other words, that it has both functions to it, even though for the most part it's considered a screen, but it's meant 
that we should be able to get through it and that to allow the revelation and from this revelation once we get through we'll be able to open it up like the Pischa Shel Ulam like the door of the Ulam which besides being a gigantic doorway was also had no doors on it it always remained open and this of course will take place when Mashiach comes and then Hashem godliness will be revealed to all without any obstruction at all